0: Hello there, and welcome to the Star Wars special for Through the Lens. If you are familiar with the prequels, you would have understood that quote right there. Speaking of the prequels, this is our first episode in four of our Star Wars walkthrough from Through the Lens, and today we have a special guest, host of the scoreboard and sports director, along with Alex, who's co-sports director, Jacob Hillman.
1: Glad to be here, guys. Happy Friday. Excited to talk about a lot of Star Wars.
2: It's going to be a good one. Again, this is our one of four episodes. Davis, when I was uh, discussing this plan with him, reminded me that this would be 10% of our semester yes. will be spent on Star Wars-themed episodes, which, honestly, I'm okay with that. I don't I, see a problem with that. I, I, I,
0: I don't either, but I was saying, like, we could do two a week, <laughs> so we could get, <laughs> then after that, we go back to one episode a week, all Alex I, was not.
2: All I know is, I watched three Star Wars movies in the last three days, and I thought I was going to die, so I'm not sure if I could have done. You watched
0: the pre, which we'll we get into, you watched the prequels. Yeah, with, that's true. Which, two very slow ones, that's, very dull ones. That's also true. And Alex it's, has a Bible worth of notes. That's true. Right I, I'm gonna it. be
2: honest, you know, I wrote uh, I wrote four pages of notes per movie. So
0: oh my god, <laughs> Alex, were you annotating it?
2: Yeah, You're like much. pausing it. I, I no. was gonna
1: say so it's just everything that just popped in your head and you l- just write l- it down. Literally
2: every thought that I thought I could bring up at a certain point that I wrote down. That's what yes. I do for like our other movies because but, like, the thing I would is, is that because I know that I know that. Um, these movies being divisive movies, I want to be able to say something and actually back it up and not just say, oh, I didn't like this because nothing. That's fair. I'm I want to be able to understand. say, I didn't like this because insert this quote. Or I want to say how this was actually a great written line versus that line which was not because you'll get examples of that throughout the movie. So I wanted to be able to, and I did take 40 minutes off at the end of, uh, Attack of the Clones, because there's not really anything to say at the did, end there. Did you,
0: like, write, did you write, like, a, a retrospective or something no, at the end?
2: No, I just basically made, like, a head retrospective, essentially. But that's funny, you're making jokes out here. I get it, I get it, it's cool, Alright,
0: before we get into the Star Wars, we're gonna go over some quick movie that's news. That's true, as Nothing we always do. Nothing too big this week, but we have a few things. Uh, first up, we have the Trevor for Kong vs. Godzilla is coming out this Sunday. Yeah. Apparently, uh, King, Queen Ghidorah, I don't even, King Ghidorah? King Ghidorah. King Ghidorah.
2: But it's going to be Mecha Ghidorah because King Ghidorah died at the end of the last. Is one. Mecha Ghidorah like a robot? Ghidorah yeah, that's now? that's the Mecha okay. part of it. And I will say this: I have not. I rarely stop watching movies, but I stopped watching Godzilla: King of Monsters 35 minutes in. It was so terrible.
0: That's I've only left a theater for one movie. It was The Hobbit. <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> it was so boring. Tell me, Jacob, have
2: you seen either of those movies?
0: I have not, but neither you're one. You're not missing out on anything. I was going to say. <laughs> oh my like goodness!
2: It. That's it, The Hobbit. I, I was, with there, with my gra- night, I was with there with
0: my grandma. It was like three and a half hours long. It was like an hour and a half in. I was like, I sat. I looked at her. I was like, it's kind of boring. Do you want to leave? She's like, yeah. And so we just left. It's that simple.
2: That's fair. That's
0: fair. Next up, we have Wandavision episode three is coming out tonight. Yeah, no, it came or out it came actually out like
2: like uh, midnight, like with the boys when they did okay. it uh, in October. And I've watched the first two episodes, but I think you can say that for like an MCU themed episode because there's a lot of implications with it, and also. It's not. It's difficult to judge that show until it's all been released because yeah. it's the big
1: thing is mystery. So like,
0: I'm ready for the Kenobi show to come out. That's the only Disney show that I'm probably gonna be watching when they drop. That's fair. That's fair. And I mean, don't even know when that's coming out.
1: It's it's probably next year. But yeah, I'm ready for the Acolytes. I'm ready for new eras of Star oh. Wars. That's, that's
2: that's a fair point.
1: I was I,
0: talking to Alex about it, and what I want to see Ooh. would be like an Old Republic. Yeah, mm-hmm. they have so much already existing can or lore that they just aren't touching Darth Revan's apparently canon now because yeah he Luke was, was wearing a necklace but yeah.
2: it it's all very confusing but I think I think most Star Wars fans will agree and they don't agree on much but I think that's the one point where we want to see some new stuff because you know even the the uh, the sequel trilogy itself was just a close continuation and like you look at the prequels versus the originals they're very different in terms of the era and in terms of just everything because you know you go from very rundown technology on Tatooine to Coruscant, and they're two very different places. And then the s- sequels were—they kind of like towed the line between the middle, but it really leaned more towards the original. So I think people just want some new original content, which I agree with that
1: completely. Well, I mean, so. I think that's definitely the case with the Skywalker saga kind of being done. Yeah. And yeah. even when it comes to TV shows, like all the TV shows other than *Acolyte* are part of the Skywalker saga. So I'm—I'm I'm ready for
0: yeah, yeah—a
1: new the new trilogy yeah. that's going to come out at some point. So.
2: But I mean that new, the, you know, those new trilogies are all a mess. They had Ryan Johnson set to direct a trilogy. They had the Game of Thrones writers yeah, set man. to write them, and then you know they made a season that was critically panned by just about every person on the planet, including the own actors. So it it's very up in the air at the future of Star Wars, but it's at least a bit exciting. I'll give it that.
0: Up next, we have Zack Snyder's Justice League is confirmed to be a four hour film, which is uh, interesting to say the yeah. least. I I get restless about the three-hour mark. I'm not sure if I can handle that. That's fair, that's
2: fair, that's fair. Hey, but it is streaming, so you know you can just literally yeah, pause it. Good point. Find well, your pausing I, point, get up, take a breather. I
0: thought they were going to do like a... like the they series. They were going to cut into 30 yeah. minutes, which would have been kind of cool, but that would have messed up if you wanted to watch it Yeah, exactly,
2: because, you know, so. people say you can do that, but writing movies versus writing TV shows are very different, and what are your pausing points in the middle of a movie? Yeah. You know, yeah. more so than... But I'm excited about it. Plus, you know, we mentioned uh, we mentioned Harry Lennox before. He confirmed that the Martian Manhunter will show up in that movie at some point, which there were rumors about that for like five years, so it's about time that something is at least proven about that movie.
0: Uh next up we have Nicole Kidman is cast as Lucio Ball and Lucio Ball biopic. If you uh, want yeah. to watch a Lucio Ball movie, then you should be excited.
2: My mom likes I Love Lucio.
0: I'm, <laughs> I'm not really familiar too much with Lucio Ball. So
2: it's, it's she was like the queen of like a fifty sitcom essentially. Yeah. Like, she was, like, that, that I was, just, like... I'm
0: just not going to say, like, I'm not, like, Lucille Ball biopics coming, whoa, <laughs> personally. That's fair. I that's mean, like Lucille Ball's big, and I recognize that, but I personally don't have any attachment.
2: That not, that not That's entirely fair.
0: Next up, we have Chris Evans is rumored to re- return to the MCU in some capacity.
2: Maybe you can fix the horrendous ending to his character that he left it with.
0: Possibly. They had Joe Biden cameo his old... Old Captain America. Have you seen those memes? <laughs> Davis, so, yes. I am
2: just want to let you know that I'm going to edit that joke out. What?
0: It looks just
1: like him. <laughs> it's crazy. Put some, put some aviators on him. I can't disagree with Davis there. Oh, come on, Jake. you are killing
0: Whatever it. side of the aisle you fall on, you got to admit it looks like Joe Biden. It does. <laughs> Fair enough, I guess. Fair enough. And lastly, we have Michael B. Jordan is rumored to return for Black Panther 2. And Alex and I had this. We're going to have a little quick discussion here. Alex and I had this debate before the show. Have you seen Black Panther? Yes. Did you like it? Yes. Did you think Killmonger was good or bad?
1: I thought he was good at first, but then I think towards the end of the movie, it's like I don't yeah. know what it was, but it's just I thought I thought the end fight, I think this is the kind of the what everyone says the end, the fight at the end was bad. Yeah. It wasn't that good. It didn't make him seem like that good of a villain other than the lead up, but then yeah. it just kind of fell off. I mean, it, it'll be interesting to see if is he coming back as Killmonger or uh, I guess they so. Just, I'm so not sure how.
2: That's what's interesting is there's rumors people are saying they wanted to come back and take the Black Panther mantle, which as well, Killmonger, which doesn't really make any sense. Well, he's no. going to
0: like the Black Panther like dreamscape or whatever it was like where he saw his dad. Killmonger would probably be there since he's related. That's to him, That's right? true,
2: but I just don't know how. Thing is with with the way his character was, I don't know how he comes back as Black Panther unless it's a one off movie where he's back and it's the rest of the side could characters be like trying a, to get rid of him.
0: It could be like one of those what if things.
2: The, they have a series of that already. I know that's what I'm saying. It could be part. I don't of that. know. I'm not really sure. It's it's interesting. I think what was interesting with the Killmonger in the original movie is I agree with Jacob as you brought up that it was like great until like that fight and then it just kind of fell apart and I think that's what happens with all your MCU villains is yeah. you know they're either weak from the jump or they start off really strong and then just get easily dismantled except for Thanos God. is the one big uh, you know example of anything but that because I mean he about was. Justin Hammer? Please, please don't. You're I like. I'm Rockwell just gonna. Too. I don't even want to talk about. I've seen Hammer. Iron Man.
0: I only seen Iron Man two like once. That
2: movie is a pa- It's painful. <laughs> that movie is like the really cool scene with the briefcase and he suits up at the racetrack. That's cool. But then the rest. Oh my gosh.
1: Iron Man two or Iron Man three? Quickly.
0: I, oh, I don't want to pick Iron Man two. No, Iron Man three actually.
1: Really? I
2: haven't seen either in so long. I honestly. picked two. I I really dislike three for ruining the Mandarin. So I'll say two.
0: Okay. Well, the Mandarin is coming back, and
1: that's—I
2: don't know, like because apparently now that the guy who was the actor, of the Mandarin, was actually just the fake Mandarin, and the real Mandarin is be actually The real there. Mandarin. I don't know.
0: I don't know. Okay, but that's all we really got on news. I'm speaking of Michael Jordan, he is producing Static Shock. I'm not sure if we talked really? about that. As
2: he's he starring or just producing? He's producing. I think he's ah. too old to
0: be Static Shock. Static Shock's a teenager. So
2: would he be the mentor then? Maybe he could be. I'm I not feel, sure. If he's I feel be like that's. Edit. I feel like. I mean, I mean, mo- cool though. Most actors that produce put themselves in the movies in some form, like. Uh, I just feel like all that's all a common, common thing Brad for Pitt most never, people.
0: Brad Pitt produces a ton of things. He never Brad really Pitt's an isolated case. Matt Damon produces a ton of stuff. He's not. Okay, it. well, Ben Affleck produces stuff.
2: okay. He's okay, I okay, clearly I'm wrong on that one. Thank I'll
0: you. admit. Fair well, enough. Well, that's enough. all the news really got. Unless oh boy. y'all have heard anything earth-shattering. I
2: cool. can't really imagine anything so far. Well, we'll
0: get right into it for the first line chronologically in the Skywalker saga, the that's Phantom true. Menace, which was what, like, 15 years. It had been 15 years since the last Star Wars movie when it released. Yes, uh, 16 years, yeah. 16. I was kind of close. I was you just are. off the dome. Ton of hype, ton of fanfare. Everybody was so hyped for the next generation to have their own Star Wars trilogy.
2: And, and well...
0: some people Looking back on it, some people say it was good. At the time, it fell flat on its I'll face. I'll say
2: this. I'll say this. The quote that sums up this movie is by George Lucas himself in the famous or infamous now Phantom Menace documentary, <laughs> I May Have Gone Too Far in a Few Places. <laughs> Because, you know, have you seen this clip? This clip? No, I have not. i so Jake, you know what I'm talking about? They're, yep. they're sitting in the theater, right? And they're watching the movie. And they're watching their cut. And it's just pictures of George Lucas going, putting his hand up, He's so like, oh, gosh. It's like, and of course, it's perfectly synced with like a Jar Jar scene. And he's like, oh, no. And... The idea I think is he may have gone a few far uh, far in a few places because
0: was this a theatrical release? No, no this was no this okay, was like okay. a private theater oh, I was about to no, say. no 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 <laughs> after edit, no after he edited, he watched he's like no. oh my God
2: no but the thing is you know this was you know three months beforehand okay. and there's nothing you can do and if you delay it then you know you're miring a movie that's already not going to be great in controversy which only makes the release worse I I'm gonna ask what you guys think first because I know where I stand and I'm curious to see where I want to read the room on this one what do y'all think of this movie?
0: Let Jacob
1: go first. I think, so I'll start with, I think the whole decisiveness, divisiveness in between the whole Star Wars fan base is really between old and young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's I obvious. That. As someone who's young, I'm okay with the movie. I wouldn't say it's nowhere near my favorite. Mm-hmm. It is, it's better than the prequels, but it's not better than the original trilogy. Yeah. I think it falls right in the middle of that. There is the bad, there is the good. I think that, I think the pod racing thing is really cool. Like, that is ultimate Star Wars. Other than, like, of course, Duel of the Fates is top three lightsaber battles in all Star Wars. Mm-hmm. But I think sometimes the politics... It, of course, the politics are so important. But I think sometimes it gets... The movie gets kind of hung up on it. Yeah. And that continues in episode two. But, I don't know. I, I like the movie. Like, I'm not one of those people that refuses to watch it. I get that. Okay, I...
2: Yeah, I I will say the pod racing scene is really probably the most exciting part of that movie for me, other than Duel of Fates, obviously because that's and it's in a class all its own for a variety of reasons, the music being one of them. We'll get into that in a second, but um, I for me it's interesting, Jig, because I like Star Wars a lot, so therefore I'm very critical of it. And you're right, this movie is not like. A really bad like I'll never watch it movie but if I rank them it's probably at the bottom of my list whenever I would do it because I just for me it's just confusing because it doesn't feel like it knows what it wants to be because if you criticize this movie and I've seen it before if you criticize movie people will defend it saying it's a kids movie Star Wars is for kids. And that's, that's, you're more than, you
1: can... I think George Lucas said that himself. George
2: Lucas also did say that. That's a very good point. He did actually say that in defense of himself because we know that the prequel hatred that these films got sent that man
1: into retirement, essentially.
0: I'm not a big fan of the, it's for kids defense. Me I, neither. I'm not either because... Of, kids because movies can be good too. That's I'm not saying. either because... because here,
1: think, think about this discussion we had, Alex, yesterday t- with Bay. We were talking about how, as kids, when we watched it, was like, oh, cool, spaceships, lightsabers, whatever. And now, as we grow older, we're like, man, this plot's actually pretty good. Yeah,
2: but I- that's the thing. is it's, it, it, it feels like it tries to toe the line, and that line is towed with Jar Jar, because the movie has so much just five-year-old kid humor throughout it. But if you read the opening crawl, it is the most complex plot of any of the Star Wars movies to date, at the time of this making, you could argue it's still the most complex after the fact, but that's that's you know remains to be seen because you know you'd have to go through each one and compare. But it is you read it; it's about taxation of trade routes. That's the main conflict. Of course, it's the real conflict because Sidious is pointing everybody against each other. Yeah. We know that. Just
0: all actually, retrospectively, is pretty cool. Which
2: it is, it is, and I will say, rewatching it, it was really cool to see that. But with this movie, you know. There are scenes where you're like, am I supposed to be a five-year-old, just, you know, with the popcorn laughing, or am I supposed to be engaged in the fact that Palpatine is toying with every single person on screen the entire time? And it feels like it tries to be both, and I think that's where it kind of falters, because I think Lucas, and you can see this as well, is he wanted to go for something more adult, and people convinced him that he had to go kids with it, because the original trilogy is adult, but it has... It has the Ewoks. It has Boba Fett who was made for the sake of selling action figures. It has those types of things where it just makes it very confusing and it feels like it doesn't know where it wants to be, which is why I don't like it because it tries to be two. Rather than be great at one, it tries to be good at two things. That's just my two
1: cents. Boba Fett just crushed your skull with his staff in The Mandalorian, Alex. Mess you up.
2: No, but, but that's why. But, I mean, am I wrong?
1: No, no you're not wrong. That, I, is, that is why. I think he just took it to another level. With Jar Jar compared to Boba and the Ewoks. Like, the Ewoks were, you know, they were worth it for the plot. And I don't. That's true. They served a purpose. I don't think Jar Jar really served a purpose until episode two, which I'm sure we'll talk about.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Can you take Jar Jar out of Phantom Menace and it be the same movie?
1: You can. Yes.
0: What He, he pushed plot forward. He, with did, he did. He did. But, but it you could have like, done it in different ways. It was like. Oh, I know. You could have done it in different that's ways. The thing but looking, at, that, it, that looking at it is that makes him now. a
2: MacGuffin, essentially, which oh. is. Which is like, because he's there for the means of pushing the plot forward. He doesn't really add, like, you know, he's there for the means of it. Like, Hey, Jar Jar the, the Clone movie, Wars is good okay, cause in the, he, here's in the, the TV, thing TV show. Is, Davis, I don't mind. Don't really. get me I'm just gonna started. I skip all like him. In my opinion, the way you evaluate a character on a movie is if they're essential without really being essential. For example, Obi-Wan Kenobi is not really needed yeah, in the first can movie. you take him out. He, but Ewan McGregor and his bond with... Qui-Gon and the chemistry between the two makes him an essential character to watch. Jar Jar pushes the plot forward, but from a, am I going back to watch him on my screen? No, I do not. Okay. There's one scene in particular where, when I went out throughout this, and I told you about this, but every time Jar Jar did something that bothered me, I just wrote, Jar Jar not funny, or some sarcastic version of that, including there's a scene where it's the pod racing scene. It's very hype. Oh, we're about to go to the and this is the build-up. Is Anakin all that he says he is, or is he not the chosen one? I thought he was going to fail, and he didn't, which was interesting. It's an interesting way they went with it, because normally, you know, the first big test for your main guy, they fail, and it's like a growth in that, and instead, it was the opposite. But they're building, you know, it's this tension. Jabba shows up, and it's like, oh my gosh, look at that. And everyone's, like, speaking in the Hut language or whatever, and it's kind of cool. And then there's just a scene where Jar Jar's bending down, and some animal farts in his face, and he says, P.U., and, like, am I supposed to laugh? It's
0: not funny. As a kid, I definitely laughed. It's not, but that. it's
2: not funny at all. It's just yeah. slapstick two-year-old fart humor, and it's and it's just like everybody likes dumb jokes every once in a while. Nobody's gonna say they don't like dumb jokes. If you do, you're pretending because everybody likes them. Everybody likes to make the occasional dumb, stupid joke like that. But it's just that kind of stuff is just everywhere. And the fact that half the time I don't know what he's saying without without subtitles because he's speaking
1: funny and that's supposed to be. Well, yeah, because another part of the pod racing scene was when, when Anakin was actually racing. is like the Misa no Wachi or whatever. It's just like, what? It's just, it's, like, it's just, hey, he's being stupid and that's funny. And it's like, no, he's just being stupid.
2: Yeah. And it's like, I just, and again, I'm not going to say Jar Jar's the sole reason I dislike this movie. It's not. It's not at all the sole yeah, reason. I but he's that. a big part of it because George Lucas called him the key to all of it. And I get what he thought in that. He thought in that because of the fact that Jar Jar was a revolutionary character in terms of the all CGI appearance. It doesn't look good at all. It hasn't aged well. But at the time, revolutionary. But I just... I, I can't... I personally am not a very big fan of his part in that movie at all. But then again, that's also not my only problem with it. I really don't like the first one. I'm going to be honest. I, 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 this, I, don't,
1: I don't hate it. No, I also don't like the, uh, like the final battle up in space. Oh my God. I don't like that. That... I, <laughs> I, it's just so ridiculous. For I get that Anakin has the most midi and stuff, and I don't know if we're gonna get into midi But I actually, yeah, I have a question about that, that we can okay. talk about too. But. but him just jumping in a in a spaceship and destroying your whole freaking no, I it, don't even know a space it, station. Like, I just can't get behind that. It's like the um, uh, he should have played a key in that, but he shouldn't yeah. have done it all alone.
2: When they call Ray like a Mary Sue character that yep. cannot fail, there's no greater example of that than nine-year-old Anakin defeating... The thing, the thing that hurts that, and I mentioned this in, in this movie more than the others, and it shows a bit in the second one, but it's really this one, is that, and this is a problem that Lucas has throughout his entire time as a, as a writer on Star Wars, is the villains are either hapless idiots when he needs them to be, or they're supposed to be what we cower in the corner from, and they're never in the middle. Because throughout this movie, we're supposed to believe that the Federation is putting a stranglehold on Naboo, and we're supposed to be scared, right? Because, oh my gosh, Padme's people are dying, all this nonsense. One, we never see an indication of them dying. They're just, you know, led around by the droids. And two, Qui-Gon and obi
0: I dropped the headset. Alex Uh-oh. just knocked his headset off. I dropped off. the headset off. Sorry, it's
2: getting a little intense over here, guys. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but, like, Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan just dispatch them like it's nothing. And then Anakin blows... Destroys the blockade.
1: I don't. Understand. I mean, yeah. The big thing is, I think another part of this movie is that there's no actual war going on yet. Yep. And I get that's part of the lead up, but like you don't have the Clone War going on yet. I think that's what makes all the other movies, not sequels, four, five, and six, and three, so good, and the end of two so good. Is that we're seeing the legit, we're seeing legit Star Wars. Exactly. That's what we're seeing. Whereas one is about the lead up, and I don't. I'm not saying that Star Wars. Can't be good without war. The Mandalorian is fantastic, mm-hmm. exactly. and there's no war going on there. Exactly,
2: and there's episodes that have very little action at all.
1: Yep. So it's just, I don't think that they really did a great job yeah. at leading into the Clone War. I know it had to be slow because Pal- you had to show how Palpatine gets into power and all of that mess. But I don't know. That I, that was my big. Sp- I agree. That's what the issue. And is run into.
2: one of my issues along with it was, you know. I don't even need war, but again, we're supposed to believe that the Federation are the bad guys. But I think Lucas sacrificed creating villains for, like, a sort of ambiguity. Because the longer you get in those movies, you realize the Federation aren't bad guys. They're just manipulated by Palpatine the whole time, which is kind of true. Yeah. And I think he sacrificed that because, you know, Padme says three or four times, my people are dying. Would it have killed them to have the droids gun down some Naboo people in the streets just for the effect of, oh, this is a very serious situation? I know that's a dark scene, but that really puts forth the idea that we're in some serious stuff. I think and we don't get that. We just get I think the droids implied, are there. I think
0: like the blockade was starving them. But like. But I, I, yeah, I kind of think. I, I get what you're saying, though. I, I just
2: feel like we need to see something more than people saying we're in trouble. We need to see it. We need to see it. For our very eyes, okay, this is a problem. But
0: if and, they had gunned him down, that would have been the start of a war right there. That is... I guess, I guess that it That would have just, messed up the whole plot. It tried to ramp it up to... That's a good point, though. I that's,
1: can see what... See, Palpatine probably specifically said, do not kill them, because as in, like, the clone army's not ready yet. And that's the, that was his whole plan the whole time, was to get those clones in commission, and then start a war and him yeah. get behind it, so yeah, I kind of see that's, that.
2: That's a good point, that's a good point. I guess I just had a difficult time buying it, because literally every other monologue for Padme was, this is the, like, my people are dying, and I'm like, I just haven't seen it, but I guess the blockade is fair. I just wish I had seen something of some variety of that. Again, maybe not, you know, actually actively firing on the people, but like, you know, this beautiful city of Naboo looks a little run down or something because of this blockade or something, and we just didn't see that. I would have liked to just to build the tension.
0: So before we move on to the next movie... No, I, I, I'm not even done else? yet, dude. Oh, I, wow. got, I, I can keep going, right
2: if, you, <laughs> if you guys want to want me to keep, move on, but, but I, no. I have one Rapid more fire thing. fire things. So I just can... have one more thing, and this is going to set up for the next two movies that we talk about. Is One thing I noticed if you watch these movies is Lucas... And I said this to my brother Jackson once, and he said this doesn't make any sense, and I want to run it by you guys, and we can debate this. I feel like he crafts the overarching story well, but when it comes to putting the pieces together, yes. i.e. dialogue and script... He doesn't succeed at it at all. Yes. He's great
0: with lore, but he's terrible with dialogue.
2: Exactly. And one of the examples is the fact that, and you'll notice this, if you start looking for it, you'll see it more. Maybe I've already seen it. He feels the need to have his characters state how they feel. As my roommate Finley said, it's supposed to be, you know, um, a lot of show don't tell. It's a lot of not showing and just telling us what these actors and characters are thinking. For example, you've got Anakin's great space scene he just says it cuz like to just say this is tense yeah it's a space battle we know it's tense you're that's getting fired at trick. and you're you're 9 years old <laughs> and he just says this is tense
1: yeah i, I, mean, I it's I a bad really line. Agree with that. i really I, hear I get that i that
0: but also there's kids watching it and kids aren't going to pick up on the not i mean I, i'm not saying that's a good justification but that's might have been what lucas was thinking
2: maybe but there's more examples of that throughout to where the point It's just like
0: his dialogue in the original trilogy wasn't even that amazing. Yeah, but it, but I, all a, the time. It's a lot less. Oh, it's, it's show better. than this. But or Harrison Ford. Have, have you heard the story about Harrison Ford was like? I was going to bring that up. <laughs> you can say it. Wait, there. actually, no.
2: You may be. We may be on different stories Harrison here. Harrison
0: Ford was like, what was it? Let me look. At, you say your thing. Let me look up. Real so first.
2: I was going to bring up a point that very famously, I believe that Lucas has been saved by great actors who deliver good lines and occasionally change them. Of course, you. I don't know if you guys know the story of Alec Guinness literally rewrote the script on set of the, of A New Hope. You guys heard this story before?
1: I feel like I have, but I can't tell you the details. He of did it. an
2: interview and he said the script was so wonky he would rewrite it himself because, of course, Alec Guinness was one of the best actors of his generation at the time. Well,
1: Alec Guinness also hates Star Wars. That's hates it more than true. Harrison Ford. Somehow, that's also true. Same with but,
0: uh, the guy who plays Wedge Antilles hates it. He's an, he's up there with hating it too.
1: Really?
2: I mean, it, the fandom is crazy, and it would be exhausting. I'll give him that. I would be exhausted if I was surrounded by people just treating me like I was, you know, the greatest thing since sliced bread for years. And that's what Star Wars fans are, the craziest of them all. But I kind of get being a bit tired of it. But Davis, what is your – you can't find well,
0: it? I found, I, I found one thing, but it was more of a – Harrison Ford has come out and been like, George – he said – he told George, he said, George, you can type this – I can't say that word. I don't know if I'm allowed to, but you can't say it. So I can't find the other one.
1: See, I think that part of it is like a lot of the Jedi feel you mentioned that I never really thought about it that way, but then it's like so many Jedi always talk about how they feel. Yoda especially, I feel like he's always just like, you know, saying how they feel and stuff and it's just like Well,
2: that that I I get a bit of more of a pass because that that is like their philosophical teaching almost is yeah. they're in their feelings like that is their thing is searching their feelings and whatnot. I just think that there's Like, the this is tense thing is just a very direct... Or, like, um... Like, the droids are about to attack the Gungans and Jar Jar just says, ouch time. Like, we know (laughs) you're in trouble. The droids are about to mow you guys down. We know that. And that line's kind of funny. Is like a joke, like laughing at the bad movie, but, like, that's just an example of just, you know, he he can't just let us infer. Which, with the Jedi, it's more of their ideology, so it kind of fits, but then again, maybe that's just because Lucas has always written them that way. I don't know. I don't know, but...
0: It's, it's interesting. Now,
2: I'm going to ask one more thing before we go what, on to the second one. Oh, wait.
0: Basically, what I was saying is Harrison Ford was like, he was like, George Lucas, your scripts are so bad, I cannot say them, so I'm going to rewrite my lines. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, yeah, no. That thing is, I mean, you look at the original trilogy. Harrison Ford did not become an action star because Star Wars made him one. He was already a great actor and part of what makes those movies. And again, Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher were not bad actors by any stretch either. And Alec Guinness is Alec Guinness. So that's definitely a thing, but now we don't have to get into the midichlorian debate. That would just no, go ahead.
0: Bring it up. All I, right. I can talk
2: pretty quickly about All that. Alright, So I have a question about it: is so it, is the force biological or spiritual? Does the midichlorians so, make it a combo of the two, or does the midichlorian debate? When, change I, it all I, I think, think it's both I think it's both too okay you think it's a hybrid that that's where I left the movie thinking and I just wanted to run it by and make sure I was on the same because everybody
0: has mitchlorans yep. it's just if you have more you're more powerful that's true so but then, I can have but then something
2: biological creates something spiritual then
0: we all have blood but some people have better blood
2: no but like no but that, I'm not that's that's no, not a weird that's not I'm I'm in yeah. like oh negative blood like I'm, not, donor. I'm not <laughs> I didn't, I wasn't I'm not questioning I'm not no no Davis I'm not questioning the role of people having more mitochlorans than others I'm questioning the role of how the Force is something spiritual created by something biological. It's just a fascinating concept. Mm-hmm. I wish it, I, What I wrote is I wish it was expanded upon more because that's an interesting idea. Rather than just the write-off to explain how the Force is a thing, I wish they'd... Which, of course, Lucas once said he wanted to make another trilogy just all about the midichlorians, actually. And then he realized, oh,
0: wait, prequel fans hate me, so I'm going to sell my franchise, which is, rea- is what happened. My biggest gripe with the midichlorians is that it basically like kind of goes back to like it runs in the family instead of like yeah like anybody can be a jedi that's like the whole thing about it that's so cool that's like that's why i like the last jedi more that since ray was uh, it's a controversial take i don't mind the last jedi because it made ray a nobody and reinstated that you don't have to have twenty five thousand 000 like broom kid yeah like broom broom kid kid. i i didn't mind broom kid i'm sorry
2: We, we all we all like broom kid um yeah.
0: That was my quick last Jedi defense.
2: So, as far as I can tell, you guys are kind of okay with this movie, and I just I don't really I don't really it. dislike it.
0: Like, I, I don't like it. Like, I'm not going to sit down and be like, what movie should I watch? Oh, The Phantom Menace. I I mean, just, if anything comes on, I'll watch it. There's, cer-
2: there's certain scenes and lines that are just not. I can't. It's just It's sometimes too much. But the movie I will
0: not watch if it comes on is the one we're about to talk ah, about. Ah, yes, Attack Ron is the, the next <laughs> one.
2: A 10-year time jump happens. Attack of the Clones, a very haunting title, but not very much living up to the name. So I got the most notes on
1: this one. I'll, I feel like Davis is about to go on so an little absolute little, tangent. So Uh-oh. this
0: movie, I'm go. a big movie fan. I like good movies. Alex watches stupid movies. He's self admitted. I do. He just watches movies because they're entertained to him. I like to watch movies that are like good story, good acting, everything. Like just because I like to watch it. Like like some people like to read a book for that same reason. This movie feels like two movies lumped into one. It has it's relentlessly, it feels like a a. Uh, 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 trudge to di- what's the word? Tread and water. No, it just feels like you're like slogging through this movie, dragon
1: is dragging along.
0: Yes, yeah, it just feels so it's- it feels like five hours. Yeah, to me. it's not good. There's a few scenes I like, obviously, Obi Wan Kenobi. I like Obi Wan Kenobi in this movie, everybody likes Obi Wan Kenobi. We all like you, and- McGregor. You, McGregor's look, great. Look, look. Anakin's really weird in this movie. Really I weird. think so too. I wrote some. I wrote down I mean, some lines. Obviously,
1: because I don't like sand.
0: But that's I, I was not even talking about that. That's I wasn't not even his about worst that. thing. Where he like walked up to Padme and he's like, oh, he's like, I can be your. And he's just like, yeah. don't look at me like that. He's like, why? And not? and then he said, oh. he said, God, she's <laughs> so weird. She, he,
2: he said she threw something over her cameras. I don't think she liked me watching her. That was. Oh. Here's the thing.
0: But apparently, he was lying to Obi Wan about that. I don't because I, he was like, oh,
2: I don't know, I don't know, but I. The, this movie, the final 40 are better than anything in The Phantom Menace, in my opinion. The whole clone, yes. Jedi, that thing is better. But in reality, what it does for the plot of Star Wars, and as a movie itself, I can't stand it.
0: Look, I think it it raises more questions than it answers. Yep. And Clone Wars is a great show, don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. Mm-hmm. But you should not have to have a TV show to yep. fill in the blanks yep. for a movie. Yep. And, yeah.
2: and that leads more into Revenge of the Sith. We'll get to that when we get to the third one, of course. Because a lot Revenge of the Sith has to sort of build off of the problems we have here, and a couple things I want to bring up is we know the weird lines, but my biggest issue is not that. The romance is awful, in my opinion. I wrote some stuff down. We can get to that in a second, but that's not even my biggest issue right now. My biggest issue is the fact that... um, The idea that Count Do- or Emperor Palpatine hired Count Dooku, who hired a I bounty hunter, who that. hired a bounty hunter, who got a <laughs> droid to carry some poisonous worms. You watched that scene? Sin- ca- nope, it I came without myself.
0: There's a whole video about that. Yeah. That's,
2: that's six... People and then even better, even better, they still are able to trace it back to Django Fett, and even better, how exactly were they supposed to figure out about the clones? What was the plan? What was Palpatine's plan to reveal the clones? Because the only way they find it is by a random dart that happens to have specific lines on it that a guy in a diner who Obi-Wan somehow knows happens He's to know it. Yeah, I love Dexter. I like I was Dexter. Say. I like Dexter. Don't I, like Dexter, Dexter I like Dexter, but I hope Dexter's doing well. Of course, of course, cool of course. But do you see what I'm saying?
1: No, I absolutely I, see that.
2: I
0: have a bigger issue Uh-oh. than that. <laughs> this movie's so how bad. How did the Jedi just like, oh, we got a clone army by from a dead Jedi, and the bounty hunter that we've been hunting is the clone of them. Let's accept them. They didn't question it, it at all. So, got, they were desperate. That's
1: that what means, I was talking
2: that's I the thing that. is, If you watch it again, I saw how Palpatine was putting them up against the wall, and they felt that because... I guess so. Um, remember how towards the end... Mace Windu says this great line where we, he says, we need to tell the Senate that our ability to use the Force has diminished, which is a great line that indicates, and also they have another line about uh, arrogance in, Oof. I think, where he says, um, Obi-Wan says he doesn't want to send Anakin on the mission to protect Padme, Solo, because he doesn't think he's ready, because Obi-Wan knows what's up and nobody else does, and he says that he's too arrogant, and Yoda says that's something many a great Jedi have suffered, and he's like referencing Obi-Wan, but it's all referencing themselves. And then, because ironically after that, Mace Windu says, is he not the chosen one? As if that just cures all problems there (laughs) are. Which also begs the question of, did Lucas intentionally do that? Because I don't know. I don't know if I can believe that Lucas intentionally wrote all that irony into the movie, or if he just is that
1: ridiculous. Well, see, back, like, and like, the whole, the Jedi as a whole, in the prequels, I have problems with. Mm -hmm. And back to what Dave was saying they're, and I think that they're just desperate and that's why they accepted them. Yeah. I and agree. looking at the clone wars which the issue is you have to use the clone wars to really make the prequels perfect and they're still not perfect. Yeah, they're not. I you look at some of the fives for example. They just do not trust fives at all, but they still were sus- suspect. Mm-hmm. And even though they were suspect, they still trusted the chancellor and they still just go with the clone army. I mean, It's just, there's so much stuff that happened in the Clone Wars that was really sketchy that you would think the Jedi would be like, you know what? This is a problem. And then, of course, they talk about, in in Episode 2, freaking Sidious, not Sidious, Tyrannus, Count Dooku, tells Obi-Wan exactly what's happening. And how are you not smart enough to figure it out? I think it's the hiding in plain sight
2: thing. Because then, literally, Yoda says lies and deceit is the way of the Sith, essentially, and that they can't possibly be telling you the truth which is a masterful play by the Sith in that case of just because hiding in plain sight is genius
1: why does it take until episode 3 for Mace Windu to, to say uh, I sense, I, a sense plot, yeah. I sense a plot to destroy the Jedi the dark side of the force surrounds the Chancellor you didn't sense that for the whole entirety of the Clone War yeah I mean, come on! No,
2: it's 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 an issue. It is an issue. But the dude
1: literally went to Mandalore to kill his old apprentice. He didn't end up killing him, but he killed his younger brother.
2: That's true. That is true. We're getting into the Clone I mean, Wars. I haven't gotten more that now. far hey, into it yet.
0: I'm sorry. spoiler cool. alert for everybody I know. I know how season episode three ends. Yeah, of course, I just, of course,
2: that's true. We we have so we all know where it's going essentially. Yeah, I mean, I, it's it, been out for a while. It's I a don't problem. Feel I'm, bad. More, I'm walking through. <laughs> you it's it, it is it is an issue in regards to. The idea is that they are blinded by their own arrogance because the Republic for a thousand years that they've basically carried on their backs and yeah. they've defended it forever. And I think mean, that's another part of it. They haven't
1: had to deal with anything that's for true.
2: so long. That's 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 true. That is I, I agree with that as well. I think
1: I'm just like wow, I wrote a oh
0: And there's so, I think another big part of it is because they're so afraid of the dark side. Yeah, that they, they are. won't even they won't even like discuss it or <laughs> teach any of it. And it,
1: they always like tell us it, fear like, leads. To hate, whatever, all that, yeah, and they're that so crap. Of and they're the ones that are fearful. Yes,
0: yeah. If they had like at least like taught Anakin, or like told Anakin about the truth of it, so he wouldn't get deceived so easily. Yep. If I, and if Qui Gon was still alive, none of this would have happened. I we, have, we a, get that, but I have a
1: whole that. Jedi hate list. I will say honestly, why, how, who's, about,
0: who's how about how about we stay on it's
2: Clone Wars stuff? But <sighs> we, we we stay through the three movies. We we get through that, and then we can certainly okay. go together because I think it. Because there, there's still a lot in Attack of the Clones that just forget overarching plot. It's just not good. You're fun right, fact, though. Um, when do you remember the scene when um, uh Owen Kenobi goes to Kamino and he like meets uh Boba and Jango Fett? So apparently, fun fact: I saw this. He told the actor of Boba Fett that to treat Ewan McGregor as if he let a massive fart rip in the room, which is why he looks at him with such disgust. And it's apparently, it works. Hogan. Yeah, that's exactly that's who it is. Um, but. I think even worse than Attack of the Clones and the fact that it makes the why they accept the clones thing and the Jedi a bit confusing, this movie sets up the Padme and Anakin love story in a different way, and then it executes it in a different way, because I'm going to be honest. I'm watching this movie, I'm watching the beginning, I'm thinking, okay, Anakin doesn't marry Padme, he just gets disgruntled and kills her, because he comes off as a total creep the whole movie. Have you heard? I don't buy any of their chemistry at all. Have you heard the three
0: that he like Jedi mind tricked her into loving him? I think that's kind of cool. I don't, I don't buy think, it. I don't think that's... That, like, don't the think thing that's is, is
2: I don't buy any... Like, like I'm accepting that, you know, not every actor's gonna have, you know, out-of-the-park, home-run chemistry. Like, perfect. Like, oh, I could see them getting married in real life, the actors, because it's so great. But this is some of the worst romantic chemistry I've ever seen in my life, and I don't... I don't buy it. And the thing is, is even worse, everything he does makes it worse because there's this great... Not great. There's this meme scene... Actually, I see my favorite, my favorite scene in the movie might be when Anakin goes to kill the Tusken Raiders because that's like, you know, yeah, the first. That's look Darth Vader. In. And also, a point that I, I heard a friend of mine say once is Hayden Christian does his best acting when he doesn't say a thing. Exactly. Which is true when you watch the movie look, back.
0: So I think the, their chemistry is not that good, obviously. It's bad. But there, I think there are some scenes where they're okay together.
2: Mm, I'm hesitant. The scene. Uh, specify. Listen, the yeah.
0: scene where, remember, he's like riding on that like tick thing and he like falls off. I like that scene. That
2: actually, that actually was an interesting scene. Like, I wrote he, that like, down. He acts
0: like he's he's knocked out. He laughs. I, I actually wrote that,
2: that down for the part before it, where they're discussing their ideologies, and Anakin says people should be made to do the right thing or whatever. I thought that was kind of, I no. I like that. that. I like that, that scene was, a lot because
1: that lays a lot of ground. That was the one good sequence of yeah, all of that of them. Everything I else, I completely agree. It's, it's awful. Just
2: trash. It doesn't. It, first of all, I I said this to my roommate and. I, there's, there's a couple things I want to point out with their entire because there's a lot of scenes that stick out to me in odd ways first of all I said the whole I don't like sand thing happens and I looked to my room and i was like does that work? like is that is that what we do? do we just say we don't Listen. like like dirt and then just like <laughs> stroke someone's shoulder blade and that's like what happens? look
0: that scene is very bad writing but it is, does set up something later on he says I don't like sand it's rough course and gets everywhere and then once he, his mom dies he gets on the ground and holds sand in his hand I'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a setup. That's that is a setup.
1: Maybe it was the execution of the lines.
0: Yes. No. The, like the, that's
1: that's that is a very clunky it, line. Yeah. It, it all it, sucks. But the thing the is,
2: it's the execution poor because she like talks about how they they played in the sand. He's like, I just hate sand. I'm like, that's not the lead in, dude. That's it's not how humans interact with everywhere. people. That's not like like if if you know. And then if Ray Davis if Davis mentions sand. I got McDonald's for lunch today, and I'm like, man, let me tell you this story about this time McDonald's got me sick when I was six. Like that's not. And that's even like this is more because he's no, like I don't know if that those how aren't
0: non-sequiturs you can do that.
2: Yeah, I
1: was going to say. Those
0: that's that's a bad example
1: cuz you can say example.
0: Oh, I like McDonald's. You're like actually one time when I was sick, m- sick McDonald's made me sick. Yeah. I like, just, oh been been McDonald's I didn't I just
2: it, it just I, okay, I guess maybe I just didn't buy it the way it was executed. I the guess. way yes,
1: the way he problem, did it that's was creepy because it was it was a it was a romantic scene whereas if you're talking to a friend, if your friend says I got McDonald's today, yeah, you're just talking to your friend but you're talking to like it just did not fit it didn't think about
0: fit. it like this think about this so i go i love this i love the beach i love sand and then you you've been through a lot of trauma on a desert planet and you go i don't like sand it's rough and he that's okay. the reasons he says that's but obviously he was a slave on Tatooine that's fair
2: i'll i'll correct and say literally just the execution makes yes, everything so unbelievable and also i will say there's another part where he just talks about Naboo being soft and literally just gives gives padme the look gives her the up, the up and down look and i'm like what what you doing <laughs> Dude, looking creepy as heck. And then even later, it should this be a is, drinking game for like creepiest yep, moments in yep, Attack of the Clones. Dude, you would.
1: I hope you're not drinking anything <laughs> strong.
2: Um, and then one more thing I'll mention about the love story. And, uh, no, there's two more things. I'm sorry, I just have just a lot same, to say about same. these movies. We got so, them, huh? so he kills the Tuscan Raiders. Very dark scene. He talks about how he slaughters the women and the children. It's a meme. We all know this. And Padme like is like, defends him and is like, honestly, she looks like she's more attracted that's to him now right. that he's slaughtered people. It's weird. <laughs> it's, it's weird. <laughs> and the whole movie... Bad guys are sexy, Alex. You haven't heard. The whole that movie, is true. her whole bit is that she opposes creation of an army because that's what the Senate is voting on. That's why she wants to stay in Coruscant, is she doesn't want to vote in the army. She's the opposition. And then literally that, and she she like gets closer to him and I'm like, huh? what What is happening? And then, later, the worst scene of all,
0: I I cannot stand it. Was it when Coleman Table? No, got it's, it's no. Remember Coleman? <laughs> it was the dinosaur looking Jedi? Oh yeah, that guy. I like that guy. <laughs> His name's um, Coleman. I picked <laughs> that
2: up. <laughs> um, she they're sitting there. They're about to be taken out before the Geonosian crowd, and she's like, "I've been dying a bit every day since you came back into my life." And then again, peak George Lucas not being able to infer, "I love you." I truly deeply love you. Oh,
0: nobody says that. No, listen, listen. On the I meant to mention this last movie when they go to the uh the Gungans and they're about to like and they're trying to like get the peace treaty at the end. And she goes, "I'm asking you." No, I'm begging you. And she gets down to her knee. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm.
1: It's it's just it's I, like, so I, I funky, I just pause dude. the movie. See, I was <laughs> I was okay with I'm okay with the uh the kiss before Going out in the yeah, arena. No, I, I like... I think the music was great. Oh, yeah. The music carries. I wrote that down multiple times. I think that that line... Okay. The line is bad. That one line is bad. I think that I think that was okay. I think that that's how it should have gone. They thought they were going to die. Yeah. That's no, the whole
2: thing. I get that. I just, I just don't buy it considering how they've gone so far. I just... Because she's like flat out rejected him multiple times and treated him like a child. But then the more he acts like a child, the more she looks at him, gives him that look. And I'm like, um, lady... What is happening here? Because it's weird. Because, like, there's that time when they're at Naboo, like, in, like, the courtroom, and he suggests a plane, and she just scolds him in front of everybody, and he just, like, sulks. And then, like, later on, she, like, looks at him again. I'm like, what? what is happening? It just, it's just weird, and it's yeah, uneven. Undeniable chemistry, Alex. And then, I guess, getting uh, to the uh, end, right? <laughs> getting to the end. This is the final fight scene, all this. I personally... The, choreography is terrible in it. I the part where they just flash the sabers in front of each other, and it's like a flash of like light. There's
0: one part. I mean, like it was okay until this. It wasn't that. It wasn't even okay. When Anakin's fighting Count Dooku, and you can see him just put his hands up, like he doesn't do anything, and Count Dooku it's, just cuts his hand it's, off. It's
2: it's a lack of offensive moves, just like Duel of Fates, where there Duel of the Fates, where there's times where it literally it does. It looks like they're dancing rather than an offensive maneuver. It looks like they're just placing the blade where the blade needs to go to make the clash sound. And also, did you guys peep the Christopher Lee CGI head? No, because so he was 78 at the time, so he could not move. So they they That's CGI'd they his head a, onto an uh, onto uh, actor. McDermott, They too did they the did it too. One. Palpatine. It was much more obvious, but with this one, they CGI'd uh, his head on instead. Which of course, Chris Lee is a great actor. I'm glad that he played Dooku because he is an all timer right there. But I would say that that was that was just an interesting little thing to see because I could I'm always like guys, you see it, and nobody ever sees it. So uh, interesting to look for next time you watch the movie, but. I really, the choreography's not bad, but the part where they're just flashing the lights in front of each other, that part bothers me because it's just like, why not just have the two sabers hitting each other because it's in the dark and that's all you see, rather than the two people flashing something in front of their eyes. And then, personally for me, the ending I have an issue with because it has the same problem with Phantom Menace, Which I was going to bring this up at the end, but I forgot about it. Do you guys remember they have this really somber Qui-Gon funeral and Yoda's like the dark side's returned. we're in trouble really dark it's like ooh this could be a good intriguing ending then it's just this random celebration on Naboo and the like Naboo king or the Gungan king like holds up that crystal ball Mm -hmm. and like everybody laughs and claps and like it just really offsets the tone and this is the same thing where you know well
1: I think that I think that was all about the music too because if you play that in reverse, it's Palpatine's theme.
2: Whoa, is that true? Yeah. John Williams carries Holy these moly. movies, guys. Yeah, it's, that's...
1: It's either if you play it in reverse or you slow it down or something. I think it's slow it down and in reverse, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. I didn't it's know whole...
2: that. Yeah, that so... is, that's a game changer. No, so see, it's yeah, it them
1: is. celebrating as if it's a big victory, when in reality, it's Holy just the beginning crap. of that's, Palpatine.
2: That's fair, but how much of that is John Williams doing creative license and just deciding he's going like to carry... George
0: George might have asked for that. I don't know. He wouldn't have, I feel so, like he would not have had that scene. What I've
1: heard is that John Williams... Actually, like, kind of doesn't know. So, like, uh, it's with the sequels. There's something about it. There's something about it in Episode Nine that goes back to Episode Seven, and it's like it's so related. It's oh, it's uh, it might be race theme and Palpatine's theme being connected.
0: Oh, like they they're
1: like the they're almost the same. But he didn't. But John Williams didn't know that they were uh, they were related. He's just that, that good, wizard, folks. Yeah,
2: he's. Just, I mean, no, but he he is that good. And I, I got a That's fair in a way. It just. Without that little nugget, it really is just a very offsetting thing, and it again happens with this one where you've got, you know, Dooku meets Sidious, and then Chancellor Palpatine looks at the clone army, and the Imperial March plays, and I mean, it's perfect. It is a perfect lead-in to what we're going next, and then there's the marriage that you just, I just don't buy it. I really don't, and it's difficult, to, love, buy the, it's difficult to buy these movies when you don't buy the main characters. That's fair. But is there anything else you want to talk about with the tackle clones before we get into the big one?
1: I mean, other than just the Balogian this was really good. It was. Other it was than really the, cool. the choreography stuff. Like I thought the plot of it and the introduction of the clones of the clone war, I think that was good.
0: Yeah, I would agree. I'm good on it. So now to tackle the final in this trilogy, and I think we will all agree the best, probably our favorite favorite from this trilogy yeah. too. Revenge I mean of the Sith.
1: It's it's one of my favorites. Yeah, it's great. All of all. Probably, Star Wars.
0: I'd say, top three best opening in a Star Wars movie. Easily the best opening. I don't want to say easily, and then you go like, what about this scene? from?" No, this? Like, oh, I, I don't
2: cool. know how I can pick anything out. Like, Hoff's extending arc at yeah. the beginning of Empire Strikes Back, but that's a whole arc. That's not just one big scene. That's like a number of things going on in one planet, in one location. This is one mission, one plot, one line. Yeah, I agree. Padme doesn't even show up. We get, we're with Ewan McGregor and Hayden, Christian, Anakin, and Obi-Wan the entire time, and it's perfect. And I, I think that, but I don't know. I like, like this point? movie a lot, okay. but it's like, it's like, you know those dumb action movies for me? It's like that. It's in the same vein
1: of, so,
0: This one has the most character building out of all. I was going to say, okay. I,
1: I disagree with that because I think that there is really like, I mean, there are some emotional yeah, moments. There are. There, I think it's there, probably there the
0: best acted one, too. It's not Absolutely. The, it's not, of, I'm not, of the prequels. That's what I was okay, to say. Okay, sorry.
2: I was like, whoa. I, I, okay, I like it a lot for what it has, but there's parts that I just personally can't get past, and we'll get into that. But I'll, I think, first things first, on a positive note, the CGI at the beginning is a clear step up. I don't know what happened in 2003, who invented what that all of a sudden made the CGI look significantly better, but... I don't know about you guys, but it significantly improves. I mean, alone knows what they're doing, bro. I, of course, of course. It looks like it. I mean, it's, it's just so much better, and it makes it all just more believable. It makes the battle feel more real, and we finally get a space battle.
0: I just, Before we go on to the next thing, I just said about the acting thing, Hayden Christian's best acting scene of all of them is in this movie when Padme tells him they're, she's pregnant. That's just watch his face. His, uh, his face. You're saying that he be- acts that's better without lines. Is, he goes through every single emotion. Is, no, he goes, that's true. That this is, is a happy moment. That is. I believe that, that is his completely.
2: second best scene. What's I'll say. Best? I like the one when they're staring. Across I hate you. The- no, no. I that like the one. I like the one when they're staring across the windows at each other and just the music is. Oh my god, in the background. that is
1: that is incredible. That, when he's in that? the Jedi. Uh, oh, he's, he's thinking about going to. yeah.
2: And even better in that in that moment which this reminds me, I, I'll just will say it now, so he's sitting there and he's pondering and he hears Palpatine's voice, but it's not what Palpatine said, which brings up a theory that I want to put forth right now. I know we want to go sequential, but you guys have all seen this movie. We don't need to go step by step. We can just jump say around. It. And... Just say it. So are the visions just a ploy by Palpatine himself to put into his head? Because we've seen that Mm-mm. with the implications oh, yeah. of future movies that you can manipulate someone's head, mind. And the idea is... He senses things all across the galaxy. He's the strongest of any, you can't say Jedi Force user that we know at this point. He clearly is. So Are you is, about Anakin or Palpatine? No, Palpatine. The strongest Sith. Yeah, indeed. And of terms of Force user, he might just be the strongest because his dark side effect clouds even Yoda's mind at certain points We know this. So is it all a ploy? Because that line Palpatine says something to him in his head that he never speaks in the film. He never says it. He says a variant of it, but he never says what makes me think is there a chance that this because why is he so sure that he Anakin just is,
0: thought it up? I think it's Ben po- Solo had a completely fabricated conversation with his Harrison Ford, his father. True. In his memories. I That's think it's partial.
1: Because Anakin could see the future more than more so yes. than other Jedi. Like all That's Jedi true. can see a few seconds into the future. And I think that he was so strong that at points he could see days or months into the future and stuff. And I think in just those dreams. I think those dreams are real. I don't think I, I think Palpatine pl- very much so manipulated him, but not in that way.
0: Yeah. That's no I agree with what that. Did I just, say? What did Palpatine say? What I don't remember what he um, said. Um
2: so so the variant of it is um you know you need me to save your wife. Yeah. Which is not at all what he says earlier. He says he always says variants and hints at it because the way he does is he perfectly and I wrote this down, the dialogue in this movie is by far the best because of the way that he words things, it's perfect. Amy
1: McDermott is it, and right. also,
2: Mc- he's so, so good at his job, and it's I'm so glad they brought him back and didn't, like, you know, say, oh, the guy we had in the, fur- in the original three was just scarred, we'll get a new actor. I'm glad they stuck with it, because, oh my gosh, he's perfect. And I've got some lines I'll write well, he now- wasn't write scarred, down. you know. But yeah, that, that's, that's a theory. That Sith is a theory. Al- no,
0: he had Sith alchemy.
2: Yeah, I kind of agree with A. I've, I've heard about that as well. I, I buy into that a bit as well, because he also wasn't the least bit hurt from all of that. Well, yeah,
0: because when you when you take on the Sith, your face gets messed up. Count Dookie's did not because he did not fully become a Sith. That's true. Darth he, he Vader, turned the line. he just turned white, you know. That's, that wasn't because he was in a mask. That's a good point. Is, but when you become a Sith, it turns it messes your face up and all that. That's a good Think of point. All the other ones that's you've a seen. good point. I like that. And I like there's that theory. a power theory. They can use called Sith alchemy that they can put on like a mask? I like that's that. I like that theory it's a lot. Not, it's not a theory. It's Wait, is true. it actually confirmed? Yeah, it's a yes. Thing.
2: Oh, sorry guys. I I'm 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 always, sure I've i always seen it as like, a, like as like a, a thing. Okay, well I like it a lot then in that case. And I hope I hope that's that exactly what applies here. It, it
1: was just an easy excuse for him to tell the Senate. And Yeah, that he got scared. And everyone else. yeah,
2: he went.
0: I was wearing a mask and now it's off. Oh yeah, that that's that's
2: a good point. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. That makes sense. But yeah, I, I feel like that's where this movie shines is the fact that the manipulation is so there because there's the fact that he Anakin is being tugged in a million different directions and he's clearly looking for somebody to tell him what to do and everybody says, search your feelings, look for your own answer. And, Yo- and Yoda says, happen. no attachment. And then um, Palpatine says, I need you to be the eyes, ears, and voice of the Republic, which literally means spy on the Jedi Council. And the Jedi just say "spy on him." It's the different words, it's the way they say things that toys him one way or the or pulls him one way or the other, and that's what I think is brilliant.
0: And did you? There was a thing that I'm sure George Lucas did on purpose. There's no way he did this on accident. But when, when Palpatine makes Count Dooku, or he makes Anakin kill Count Dooku, he says he's too dangerous to be left alive. And yep. then later and on, then Mace Windu says that exact same line about Palpatine. Exactly. So it's showing that they're. Not that different.
2: Exactly. Except, I mean, they I, are I, different I, for I sure. Say, but like, I will say, that that in my opinion was perfect. Him just like cutting off the loose ends and then Christopher Lee just looked, or Count Dooku looking at him like, uh. I feel bad for Count Dooku.
1: Yeah. No, he didn't realize, he, so, and going back to the Clone Wars, he, they talk about a lot whenever Dooku and Palpatine talk, they talk a lot about, you know. The plan. The plan and yeah. stuff. And that's when he realized, well, I'm part of the plan, not in the way I thought I was. So I think that here's the thing, and going back to Mace Windu, can we talk about how Mace Windu sucks? He's not great. Wait about the lightsaber, I, Alex? I, I,
2: do, I do have, I do have the lightsaber. He's not great. He's not great. This but... goes,
1: this goes back to my Jedi hate list. So the first two are Clone Wars characters, Paul Krell and Barriss Offee.
2: Oh yeah, those dude, those dudes are yes. crazy.
1: But my three and four, That's good lore right there. number three is Kiati Mundi, and number four is Mace. Windu. I hate Kiati Mundi. Kiati Mundi is the reason. Oh, no, that this movie. Whole, whole, Everything happened. How, wait,
0: okay. Mundy was on the wrong side of every single thing he was a part of. Can someone it fill me in on
1: ridiculous. this? I, I'm going to find this screen. I know there's a, a video it? on it. Hold, there's a video, there's a Reddit post. I will, Here's the thing. Kiyoti Moody is just so, he is the ultimate arrogant Jedi.
2: I see. I guess, I, you never see in the movies, I guess, so.
1: So, here it is.
2: He's stupid
0: in the movies, too.
1: What about the droid attack on the Wookiee? I'm reading a Reddit post. How Kiyadi Mundi's ignorance led to the fall of the Jedi Order. We're epi- going deep. Yes, we are. in <laughs> episode. Are a deep cut. So, this is going back <laughs> to episode one. Qui Gon was reporting to the council about the battle with Darth Maul. Master Mundi was the first to deny the existence of the Sith.
0: Oh, you're right. Yep. <laughs> he sucks, bro. He said, there's no oh, chance.
1: The Sith-, the Sith hasn't been around for a thousand years. Oh, my Shut God. Up.
2: I-, I even pointed it out. That's right. Oh, yeah,
0: you were there, Come on. Shut yeah. up.
1: <laughs> back to the Clone Wars. <laughs> uh, when Duchess teen of Mandalore. Called for Obi-Wan of the Jedi's help. Mooney denied the request because of the Mandalore's neutrality tra- during the Clone Wars. Ah, that's right. Satine did toe the line. This, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to say the spoiler, but that led to something big. That's right. During Ahsoka's trial, he was also the first to accuse her. And of course, oh my this gosh. is big time for Anakin. He, he was literally the first like, oh, of course she did. Like, she ran and all that stuff. And then, and that's a spoiler, but that's very important. And then... Everyone was, and he mentions in the post, everyone's against Ahsoka except like Obi Wan. And I don't even know, I don't even think Plo Koon was with her. I, and Plo Koon, I is, saw
0: a thing earlier about how Plo Koon failed her. The that's because of that. Yeah. I've been, I'm not and there that.
1: Plo Koon should have been on her I side. I kind of like
0: Plo Koon. We're going, uh, we're going deep. He's good. He's good. But cool that guy.
1: one, that one arc, he kind of, yeah. Deep
2: down the rabbit hole with that I like it. I like we it. We are. That's fair. Yeah, I like it. It sucks, bro. So.
1: I w- <laughs> this incident was probably the biggest reason for Anakin's distrust of the Jedi Council. When Yoda was contacted by the ghosts of Qui-Gon, Master Moody once again claimed it to be impossible, and that Yoda was influenced by the dark side, leading to Mace Windu ordering the imprisonment of Yoda. Wait, what? This that- is a Clone War arc that yeah. actually happens. Yeah, season six. It's the last. It's uh, the lost episode. Oh season. my gosh! This is the last oh one. Oh no! It's incredible.
2: Oh, that's bad. This prevented wow. the other
1: Jedi from learning how to become Force Ghost. And finally, in his most iconic scene, Ki-Adi Mooney dooms the Jedi Order. Master Mooney randomly subverting the discussion to the Wookiees caused Yoda to volunteer to go to Kashyyyk. Yoda not being on a Coruscant meant that Anakin had to report his discovery of Palpatine's identity to Mace Windu instead of Yoda.
2: That's I thought about
1: that when I was watching. I was
2: like, if Yoda was here, it would have been fine. Oh, my yeah. God. Or even oh. if
1: it's just Anakin had gone with them. And, you know, Yoda and Mace Windu are very different. Mace Windu is a complete. Mm. He's
0: a dark side dabbler. Yeah, he is. That's why his life's hair is purple. We're going
2: deep.
1: Yes, we
0: are. <laughs> I like it. what happens on
2: the I lore. like it. I like the lore
0: podcast. I like it.
1: Remember, Palpatine had to act then because Padme is giving birth soon, and if she survives childbirth, there's no reason for Anakin to join him. Unlike Windu, Yoda would most likely have dr- uh, brought Anakin, one of the strongest duelists in the Order, along to confront the Sith Lord. That's there's true. There's no way Palpatine survives the combined strength of Yoda, Mace Windu, Anakin, and the other Masters. Keaton Mundy is a plague on the galaxy and should never be listened
2: to.
0: <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I will I've been say, on the Keaton Mundy hatred for a while I want to go back to you, one, one thing
2: I saw at the beginning of this movie. I, I love that, Jacob. Thank you for the, this podcast. Will not be you the be, same. I got to hear why he hates contribute. Mace Windu
0: after this. Okay, yeah. tell me why you hate Mace Windu and if you have any other controversial people on your list.
1: Mace Windu is just a jerk to there Anakin. He absolutely, I mean, it's just in Revenge of the Sith. Wait, I I'll don't trust him. I don't, when they're flying yeah. for uh, Yoda to the leaf for Kashyyyk, so I don't trust him, whatever, and stuff. I was like, dude, like, okay. you're not giving him a chance. He's not the chosen one? Okay, yeah. hold,
2: hold up, hold up, hold up. In, in defense of my guy and his purple lightsaber, of course, I'll say this, and I'll say this your with... Your judgment is clouded, Alex. No, my judgment is not clouded. The fact of the matter is, is that their trust is laying with the Chancellor who is clearly grabbing power, and Anakin defends him at every single turn. But the thing is... The Jedi Order is this. The Jedi Order is that. They are unified almost all the time. They always seem to agree. Even even Mace Windu, he as headstrong as he is, if Yoda says this, he'll listen to it without a moment's hesitation. Anakin is anything but that. He is a super powerful, power hungry individual who doesn't understand it. And in that movie alone, you see the fact that he genuinely doesn't understand anything about. He is still a child at heart, and he doesn't understand what he's involved. In. He doesn't understand the Republic because. There's this great scene where he and Padme sit on the couch, and Anakin's like, "I I worry that the Republic is losing its way." And Padme's like, "You're right, war is bad." And he's like, "No, we should be we should be stomping our foot on everybody and making sure they're following us." And Padme's like, "Um,
0: yeah, that's the same thing where he's like, she's trying he's trying to become a dictator. Yeah, like, exactly. Have someone that should
2: exactly no. It's, but the thing is, is that Windu's mistrust is rooted in the fact that Anakin is the most powerful man in the Jedi Order that they think." And he is siding more with a power hungry chancellor than his own order. That's why. It's not such a wild idea to not trust a guy that could probably dismantle. And he does dismantle the Jedi Order. He goes through with a couple of the 501st and whacks the entire
0: temple in and about does, five minutes. He does chop off Mace Windu's hands.
2: He also, like, it's not like his mistrust was misplaced. His mistrust helps push Anakin in one direction, but it wasn't misplaced necessarily for. I see both sides on I, this. I I think here's
1: the thing. it's crazy. Yes. Yeah, but I think that they could have helped. They could have. That's helped. true. But that instead also of being not, like, you should never have feelings. If you have feelings, that's the dark side and whatever. Whereas if they had just been like, hey, bro, true. if you're going through some crap, like tell us and like now this and sounds no, like Yari real life, thing. but like.
0: I remember I've read thing. Anakin went to Kiadi Mundi after his mom died, and Cali's like, "My whole family just died. Get over it, kid." Oh yeah, and yeah, that's, that's, I've seen that too. That's
2: that that's 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 funny. I like that. Yeah,
0: um, there's a Kiadi Mundi slander. It he's, he's
2: actually forget Jar Jar being the Sith Lord. He's the real Sith Lord they've been looking for.
0: Um, I,
2: I'm just always going to defend my boy Mace on that matter because it's just but yeah. I'll never defend Mace Windu. That's fair. That's fair. I think I think he's in the middle rather than being like one awful or perfectly good. He certainly doesn't do it, handle it well. I just don't think he ever gave Anakin a chance from episode one.
0: That's, I feel. I can agree with that.
2: That's, that he is, was talking bad about
0: him as a kid.
2: But, but he did give him a chance in the second one where he literally defends Obi-Wan's questioning him and says he's literally the chosen one. He tried. I think the simple facts are he actually wanted him to be everything because there are no perfect Jedi except maybe Obi-Wan and Yoda
1: sort of. And arguments that's, be made. that's from a point of view And
2: that and that's from a certain point of view or another But I think Mace is well aware of that in himself And he knows he's not perfect either But I think he expects this chosen one to be the chosen one And he's like, why isn't he taking advantage of everything that he has And I think he maybe resents him a bit And also is like, also why are you siding with the Chancellor over us And also, um, there's a, there's a great scene you'll see when th- It's a meme now, Everything in this movie is a meme So it's hard to take it seriously When Anakin doesn't get the rank of Master Yoda says, we do not take the Chancellor's request lightly, and we do not trust the Chancellor. Yoda, Yoda says that, and Anakin's like, I understand. And then Mace Windu chimes, and we do not grant you the rank of Master, because he also sensed that Anakin didn't really understand what was happening. And immediately, Anakin responds, what? And Windu like, looks disrespected. He's like, you should just listen to what I'm saying, which is, to a point, correct. Yeah. No matter who they are, they all listen. Mace Windu listens to Yoda no matter what he's saying, at all times. And there's a certain, and maybe that's the flaw of the Jedi Order, is not is you shouldn't be 100% falling in line, no emotions, all that nonsense. That's why but Qui-Gon that's the way. Jin,
0: I got a whole, I, I prescribed a theory that if Qui-Gon Jinn was Anakin's master, he would never turn. Yeah,
1: I can agree but with
2: Qui-Gon that But Qui-Gon also too. laid the seeds firsthand, because Qui-Gon distrusted the Jedi Order before anybody else did. You see it in the first movie. Yeah,
0: and that's, the, that's why Anakin He would have had turned. that confidant, that's, you mean? Because Anakin would have, Qui-Gon was always kind of a rebel. Anakin would have trusted him. He would have confided in his thing about Padme. He didn't He didn't feel like... He felt like Obi-Wan would have got mad at him. But Qui-Gon would have like, let's figure this That's out. That's fair. That's fair, man. We... <laughs> we haven't even gotten to the fight. We, we, haven't, we haven't even
2: gotten, gotten to, to what I dislike about this movie yet. Okay. Um, what is there to dislike, Alex? I, I'll, go, I'll go right now. I'll go right now, Jacob. Get, all right. L- let's just begin with... This movie is the movie that Lucas wanted to make all the time. There's, of course, the rumor that he had written three scripts of the three original prequels, and a producer friend of his said they were too dark and was told him to get rid of them. The third movie was called The Rise of the Empire. Very good. Um, But that's not what it was called, obviously. I'll Google that in a second, I'll get back to you. But right now, my biggest issue with it is that this is the movie we've all been waiting for, which is why we okay it. But the simple fact is, I don't buy the jump Anakin takes from... I just want to save my wife to literally chopping the heads off of children. I don't I don't no, buy it no, no. at all. I saw
0: a video about this. I was watching that video. So after he cuts the hands off Mace Windu, there's he's he can't turn back. Yeah. He can't turn back. But and there's then, and levels to it. No, no, he cannot turn back and then what? and then and then Palpatine literally says he literally tells him, which is even he lied to him, he went, The more he basically said the more atrocities you commit, the more powerful you become. Yeah. That's so he went to the just, Jedi Temple.
1: And also if he just said if he doesn't do that, then Palpatine's not gonna help him. I, I don't
2: know. It just seems such a leap for his character to a point. I just it's I, I have difficulty buying that in a sense, just because it seems like such an extent, such a I don't know. I, and again, that's fair, and I actually didn't remember that line the times that I've watched it, and I watched it this time and I noticed that, and that's a good point. I just I don't know. It's just typical for me to buy it the whole way, but That's fair because he does. That's you're right. He does. He's a little bit of a
0: flip, but still, he
2: does. He does tell him, literally, do what you must in order to have this power. That's fair. the only thing he wanted.
0: His plan was after that was to just leave with Padme after he saved Padme. That's that's fair. And then he got the taste of the Sith power. And then that that is what happens next.
2: That is fair. And another thing I'll say, I've got just a few more things. And it's again, this one I like it. I really do. I just. It doesn't sound like you
1: like I, it, Alex. I was Dude. gonna
2: say, you're. I, like, I swear, uh, I
0: like it, guys. But I hate this. This. I and this. like
2: it a lot, but I'm gonna be critical. I'm gonna be critical. Say, say what you I'm hate. critical on everything. Say it, say it. Um. So I also, it's difficult because it's harder to view these movies without the Clone Wars. Jacob, you know what I'm talking about. You can't view you these movies correct. without everything in your mind. But in reality, when this movie came out and you're sitting in theaters, do you buy any of the camaraderie between Obi Wan and Anakin? Because I don't buy a single bit of it. Okay, I can get behind that. I don't buy any of it. I don't buy any of. The emotion, because in the first movie... Obi-Wan literally tells Qui-Gon... Do we have another useless life form? And then he says how he... D- he's defined the Jedi Order and he says he doesn't want him. He only trains Anakin because he promises his best friend that he'll do it. Fast forward to the second one. Literally, Anakin slaughters the sand people... And then says, it's all Obi-Wan's fault! And throws something against the wall. And the whole movie is him bickering about how much he hates him. The whole movie. And there's never a moment where they reconcile that. And then the third movie he's his brother and he loved him and he's so sorry that he became the very thing he swore to destroy. The Clone Wars changes it, but as a movie on its own, The Clone Wars was a rewrite. It was. In a, in a sense it is a rewrite. It puts things back together again. It doesn't go with it. They didn't take 8 years before Revenge of the Fifth, Revenge of the Sith, excuse me. Um Write the show, and then make the movie. They did have the original Clone Wars cartoon, That's true, but that just makes the Jedi overpowered, if you've seen that cartoon series. It's hilarious. Basically, he just just karate chops everybody. It's hilarious.
0: But that's why they also introduced General Grievous.
2: And Asajj Ventures. And there's also a cool scene where they're fighting in the rain, and the rain hits the lightsaber, and it, like, simmers, which actually is really
0: cool. That's an underrated cartoon. it It is, actually.
2: I agree, but... The fact is, I can't buy it. I really can't. That's fair. And that's what the whole crux of the movie is, and that's why I, that's why it's so much lower. I get it with the Clone Wars. It's better, but I can't get past the fact that an, an, it's not meant to be that way. Another and they try thing, and fake it.
1: Another thing about like what I don't buy is that when Palpatine's hellbent on him going to Utapau, and I get that with the Clone Wars because he was a great general in the Clone Wars. And it makes perfect sense for him to go and battle General Grievous. He's never battled General Grievous, so go, go show a fresh face, and especially a very powerful one. Yeah. But without that, you're like... It doesn't make sense. It's literally just Palpatine just trying to be, you know, just loving on Anakin like he always does. Whereas with the, with the Clone Wars, you know, okay, he actually has reason to think this, like other than just this is the guy that I want to be my apprentice and I'm trying to get him on my side. He literally has seen Anakin... Do crazy things in the Clone War that we don't see in Episode Three or Episode Two. I mean, Episode like the Count Dooku, all that—that's good. That that's almost enough. But to me, it's like that could have just been a one-off thing. Like,
2: yeah, it's I just it's difficult for me to buy into that part of that movie. And it's like it really this movie, if you watch it without the Clone Wars in mind, it really just looks like how is toying with a child and just be like, you deserve more than you. But in the clone wars, him being upset makes a lot more sense because he literally carries the Republic on his back throughout part of that series because, and a lot of times it just happens. And in this, it's not that. And I get it. You want to evaluate it with the show, but I personally can't, which is why I can't get past that particular part. And if you'll let me say my last thing, which this will get us to our favorite battle that you want to talk about Dems. Cause you were talking about, we didn't get to that earlier. Um, also, first of all, General Grievous is a really cool uh, idea. I just think we should applaud whoever came up with that because it's a really creative and inventive idea, and he also looks really cool. I wish we
1: got more of him.
2: Yeah, yeah, I I completely agree with that one. I honestly give me give me the prequel. I'll do it. I'll watch a movie about him. Maybe he have a
0: comic because he, he, he's or like something.
2: he's okay. like a like a, a legendary general apparently. Well, he's like
0: kind. yeah, he's like a part of a, like an alien race, and he just replaced all his parts. Yeah, so know, exactly.
2: Obviously. Um. But my last thing is, first of all, shout out to the music again. John Williams really, I mean, the, goat. the 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 undisputed best thing of the prequels, the prequels beat all the other movies in music without question. I don't think it's a debate. I honestly, I, I couldn't see it as one because some of the new stuff he creates, including Duel of the Fates and Across the Stars, are perfect. It's unfair that he creates such a great romance, like, love song for such a wooden couple. But, you know, he mm-hmm. had, he did what he had to work with on that one. But... The last thing is the dialogue still has moments where it's not it's not good. And there's one that people criticize. It's when Padme tells Anakin that he's pregnant, or she, she's pregnant. And he's like, this is a happy moment. And people are like, that's an example of him having to state the obvious. I'm like, no, that's him. I like this. That that's scene. him deflecting. That's I, I like that. That's him deflecting. But then we get to it later, and the fight scene is filled with a lot of really stupid lines. Mm-hmm. For example... From my point of view, the Jedi are evil is a stupid, stupid line because in the in essence he's just saying, I disagree. He's just saying that. And they just stretch it out to make it this dumb like it didn't have to be that.
0: I think it's funny how many people can actually recite Yep. Like I can I could probably recite it if one of y'all started it, oh, I,
2: I could probably recite it myself, but we're not gonna get into that right now. But that line let's is, not geek out completely.
0: Yeah, ex- yeah, we're we're already <laughs> I mean, gonna, I'm not reciting it because like the Kiaduuni I mean, like, lore has but been we, done. I mean, we obviously love the movies, but like we we can recite it because it's such it's it's, it's like it's awkward, but it's also iconic. It's
2: iconic because you McGregor's lines are great and Anakin's are not. It's like it's like oh, it's uneven. Like it, there's, there's
0: so two, there's two separate things that people can recite. Yeah, the one's one a, one's, the one after one's a
2: meme it. and one's good. Um, I, I just, there's, there's that, and then Hayden Christian is just, he slips back into just not saying, just, he's like, he's like, you underestimate my power, and it's like the most monotone, like, I don't understand what he's trying to do with I that mean, line. I mean,
1: I think that might be kind of a dark side thing, where, like, like, think about it, I mean, I don't know, like, here's the thing that might be thing. trying too hard to but justify look, yeah, it.
0: Yeah. So, look, as, as deep cut Star Wars fans, like, we know, we know a lot of the lore. Like we kind of can justify a lot of the stuff. But from like a casual fan going and watching the theater, they, they don't have yeah. the reason to justify it. Which that. is
2: why this movie, I, I try and judge it as the fan that knows nothing else going in other than just the basic Star Wars stuff, and that's why I'm very harsh on it, because I don't think it's... I think it's, I think it's ballooned by two very bad movies before it. I mean, we just spent an hour talking about how much we... You know, Phantom Menace has a lot of flaws, and Attack of the Clones we all hated. Mm-hmm. We did not like that movie. So I think it's ballooned by that. It's like, you know, okay, here's an example. And don't take me literally on this because it's going to sound like blasphemy. The first Transformers movie. You guys have seen it, right? Yep. Yes. I like it. I like that movie. I would dare hesitate to say, oh, that's a good movie. Because the fact is the second, third, fourth, and fifth ones are not good at all. The, the follow-up Transformers. I don't think they're very good at all. And I think that first one is ballooned by the fact that it stands in comparison to what is in essence bad films. And I think Revenge of the Sith stands in comparison to, to one bad movie and one very. <laughs> That's bad one movie, point in my of opinion.
1: view. I yeah it is, and I think you could take out one and two and put Episode three with four, five and six, and it's still good. I I think it would. I think it would. I not again. This I still like it. This is my mom's like favorite it.
0: movie out I, of
1: all of them. Really? Yes.
2: Ooh, we can debating that on another day, I guess. I like it. I just, and it has moments. And again, this rewatch is probably the most I've ever liked it actually, because there's more you notice. There's more discussion between Padme and Anakin about their political ideals, and it's fascinating because they're in love, but they never understood each other—not not a day. He mind tricked her, bro. Because she she for whatever reason believed he was still a kid at heart, and for some reason liked that. But we'll get into that right now. Um, she wasn't Leon the Professional <laughs> oh stop it that movie, Jacob? No. stop it that's a, that's a deep deep reference right there I like it I like it um, I, I guess
0: I won't explain but, it then but she <laughs> she, she
2: clearly never understood him and I, it is interesting to see him go from person to person to find an answer and nobody will give him the right answer because everybody tells him something to do differently Padme tells him it'll be okay Yoda says cut off all attachment Obi-Wan and Palpatine both say search your feelings they both say the same line just worded differently But I like that, and I like the movie. I just, I can't, it also hurts that the setup is, you know, it's, I I can't buy the romance, I can't buy the camaraderie between the two, and that's what this movie's about. That's what the movie's about. His turn because he's got to fight his old master, his brother, and he's turning to save his wife, and it just, it doesn't, I don't buy it. Again, I like it. I do. It has a lot of fun, great moments, but. When it's bad, it's still bad to me.
0: Okay, so do you all have anything else to say about this one? Because I have a few questions about the series or the trilogy as a whole. Before I will say, after we move on, from I
2: that. I know this has just been me being negative, and I apologize. But the fight's too choreographed. I'm sorry, it's a dance. I like the fight. It's a dance. I'm gonna say
1: I I like the uh, I think the Yoda and Darth Sidious yeah, fight is pretty that underrated. that one, no, that
2: one I like a lot because that one just it just comes off as less choreographed because Yoda just jumps around at random and it. But this one, it, I mean, the fight kind of has to be. No, I get that it has to be choreographed, but there's like, there's a point where I, like, okay, look, there's a the like they're, they're dancing. Like, yeah, the one where exactly. they okay, never. I
0: hit. watched a video about that. That's actual offense. That's actually a fencing technique.
2: That's it's like maximum parrying. I know, but where you like
0: go around it and then you get it because if you're familiar with the other person's fighting style, you're able to do that. Uh, it's fair. I, it I know just, I'm deep cut to justify yeah, it, but no, I think that fight's a little too long. They could have cut like a little. It's bit. It's
2: just a little, and it has great moments. John Williams' music is great. The scene where they hit each other, and the lava shoots up. Really cool. Though, fun fact, when you're watching that fight, you'll see the part where, do you remember when uh, Anakin is choking Obi-Wan to the ground with a lightsaber? Yeah, it's, it's different. If you watch the clip back, it swaps lightsabers in their hand for no reason. The first shot, it's Obi-Wan's lightsaber in his own hand being forced towards him, and then next, he's holding Anakin's lightsaber for no reason. Interesting. It's weird. I noticed it, and I'd never noticed it before, but that's an interesting little uh, strange, like, what happened there? Because it doesn't really make any sense how they would be holding each other's, but I like it. I just, it, it seems like too much of a dance to the point where it is, like, of not
0: offensive. A with this guy over here. I was going to say. I like it, but here's what I don't like. I'm
2: just,
1: I'm okay, not, look, look.
0: not
2: going to pull punches with stuff that I
0: like. I won't. You have anything else to add, Jacob?
1: I mean, there, <laughs> I could go on for a long time, but I think that's the gist of everything.
0: All I, right. I realize I've been talking a lot, so I apologize. If you guys want to say your so stuff, go ahead. I just have a few things to ask about the trilogies as a whole. Which y'all's favorite character just overall. Yoda. Uh, n- you say Yoda, but you have a Mace Windu lightsaber. Yeah, but I got
2: I got the Yoda Why aren't you probably. wearing it? I forgot to wear it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
0: What about you,
1: <sighs> Man, this is tough.
0: How we look? Not I, not including the Clone Wars TV
1: show. Yeah, I know. I know. That's the key. That's a whole different thing. That crossed my mind. <laughs> yeah,
0: I know. You got you gotta forget about the goats. Because Captain you? Rex would probably be up there for I really like yep. Captain Rex. Yep. Captain Rex yep.
1: behind Ahsoka. But uh oh, yeah. I have to say that. I mean, it's it's probably Anakin. I mean, I know he's the main character and stuff, but I think Anakin, even I, though... I think
0: Hayden Christian plays a good Anakin. Because I just think that... I mean,
1: not, not that he acts good, but, like, he is a good Anakin. Like, at the end of the day, in episode three, even though some of, like, the dialogue and stuff he messes up or it's not good for him, I think that he still embodies going from just an innocent child, yeah. which, of course, he wasn't a child, yeah. but the whole... He, he, he embodies the... The transition from Anakin Skywalker to Darth Vader. I agree. very well.
0: Have you seen? I the, would say I'm oh, sorry. Have I'm you going. ever seen the French version of After He Turns Into Darth Vader? Uh, no. So you know the one's like no. Oh wait, uh, it's like I, you can hear Hayden's voice, or ooh, God, it sounds like Hayden. Cool. Under it, I'll show y'all after. Oh, a okay. For interesting, a second. I you should check that out. It's cool. Alex, you're, you're Yoda. I, I do like Yoda, but I. Jacob, you make a good point there, and
2: I will say, you guys talked me out of the whole him killing... It makes more sense to me now. I've never had somebody bring up that good of a point to me. I'll give you credit. The movie goes a little higher because of that, because that's the main arc. And I will say, watching it back, while the first and second ones kind of mess it up, you see a lot of the scenes where he really is just a child that is looking for guidance and he can't find it. And it's it actually is... I really would recommend going back and looking for it, because there are... The scenes when he and
0: Padme discuss... Political ideology
1: is fascinating stuff.
0: Yeah, so I'll get that. That's a good point, Jacob. Mine is Obi Wan. I know it's kind of vanilla, but I mean Obi Wan can't go really wrong. He's on number two.
2: I'll actually, I'll I'll actually go number one for him because I he like just particularly with that final fight scene, just the way Hugh McGregor, some of his lines and the way he delivers them is just some of my favorite stuff because it really you believe the heartbreak and even though you don't believe it from these two guys because I would
0: like Hugh McGregor's actor too. So that's true. He's also
2: very good. That's true. That's true.
0: And I'm not gonna ask favorite scene or whatever because we've been over. Through the weeds on it. Here's my question. I got this from the Bill Simmons Ooh. movie podcast. Ah, there you go. Would these movies work as a three-season, 10-episode each miniseries? Or no, I guess it wouldn't be a miniseries, a TV show. Wow. Um, think about that. The
2: first two would, because there's a lot of fluff in the first Yeah. Two. You could do two seasons with the first two.
1: I think the third one you could add, like, you could add... There's some stuff you can remove with the but, last yeah. with the
0: last two episodes being obviously like the Far fight yeah. and then he returns to Darth. Vader. I um, mean, honestly,
1: I think we saw it in the Clone Wars. I I know you we saw probably, arcs. Yeah. Have, have you you haven't seen season season seven? Mm-mm. But we no, have you right. seen season seven? I, I,
2: I've seen parts of it, but you are right. That the is,
1: Siege of Mandalore literally could be a movie. That's true. That's and true. And I think there are parts of all these episodes that could be movies, but not the whole.
2: That's true. I feel like line. one and two definitely could, but three just has a lot to pack
0: in and a lot to like fill in the blanks on at times. So, do you think a series of these movies, same plot, maybe add some more to, Of course, would be better or worse than what we have now with the um, same, the same. I mean, I, I don't want to say the same dialogue because they have to. That
2: thing is you can't. It's di- that, the, that, that series that to me is not better. the issue. The issue to me is just it's like it's like technical aspects. If to they me. could
0: flesh it out a little bit more, same actors, same directors, same producers, all that stuff, would he?
2: They would all go up, but they'd still have the same technical
1: problems to me.
0: Okay. What do you think? Would you would you rather keep it as a three movies or like? Yeah,
1: a I think I'd stay with the movies because I just think there's so much could yeah. go bad. Yeah, that's like, true. I know we kind of crapped on episode one and two, but like I think it could have been even more disastrous as a TV show if it
2: keeps going. Yeah, that's true. And you're, you're thinking like TV show, like you know you could do 10 one hour episodes. That's ten hours of content versus a two hour movie. Yeah. So you could do, you could certainly do it, but that's that's an interesting question. I just I don't know. It's tough to say. All right. The Clone Wars worked. So. Clone
0: Wars did work, and it's a great show from what I've seen so far. It's incredible, and I have I already know all like a lot of the stuff that happens. But I've watched like the Rebel scene where Ahsoka fights or sees Anakin for the first time. Get chills. That scene
2: is yeah. crazy. It's that that
0: scene is very, very funny. Sometimes I just sit there. I'm like, I gotta watch it. No,
1: I, there's there are multiple times in the Clone Wars that I cried. And I also cried during Rebels. And that was one that. of them. That's like no shame in that. I'm about crazy. to say that
0: you got you got respect from all of us on that one. I, I get choked up at the end of Return of the Jedi where he says, I gotta see my son with my own eyes. Again, like, you know like that one gets me.
2: <laughs> Dave, did I tell you about the thing that Jackson said about when somebody told him that he found that they found the prequels were funny? He said, Are you calling the tragedy of Anakin Skywalker a comedy here <laughs> He wasn't I mean, he might have been serious, but he wasn't he wasn't too serious, but that was <laughs> it's it's funny. I, I mean I, I, I think I think you have to you gotta you can't have you can't uh be afraid to laugh at these movies at times. Because, yeah, come on. No, I, I think the I don't memes like are I, I love the memes. Yeah, no the, the literally the memes are so oh my gosh. Hello there.
1: I, I tweeted three Star Wars guests in twenty four hours just the other day. <laughs> might have been a little overkill, but Hey, that's good. They're all on different subjects.
0: Well, if y'all have nothing else to any theories, any anything, anything got to add in general about the prequels? I'm trying to remember if I any wrote Clone down stuff. You want to say?
1: <laughs> if not, I I will say with about the Clone okay. Wars. Watch the Clone Wars. No, nope, you don't have to watch the whole thing because that's 66 hours of content, yeah. which. Ironically, 66 hours, Clone Wars, XQ Order, 66. Whoa! It really is. Was that intentional? Uh, um,
2: I mean, considering the people in charge, probably. Yeah.
0: David Fallon, Dave Filoni might have done
2: that. Yeah, no, he's, so, he, he's great. I, I will say one more thing I want to... Uh, or, Jay, you
0: finished where... I was going to say,
1: but... there's plenty of lists out there of yeah. the most important episodes you need to watch. Like, I know, Davis, you said you enjoyed the Jar Jar episodes. I don't enjoy I don't, the Jar Jar like, episodes.
0: Obviously, the like, obviously, like, the Rookies episode, where it's they, Pete. like... Where they're like getting attacked by the like the recon droids or whatever. Yeah, obviously much better. Yeah, like the Jar Jar episodes. I don't hate them. Like he, they were kind of funny. Like General Bergen was okay.
1: Let's. There is one episode where the droids and the uh, Trade Federation thinks that Jar Jar is a Jedi.
0: Oh, that was a good one. I a like no, Thor. it's not. It's not I good, Davis. That one. I was, I was actually playing a video game while I was watching that one. So, a, but <laughs> I did watch the one where he acted like like the, the Gungan leader to trick General Grievous. Yeah. I kind of like that one. I
1: think that was
2: good. Yeah, and I, I one more thing I will say because I feel kind of bad because I was going one-on-two with you guys on Alex this movie. Alex is hating on all the so, movies over here. If I can it, trilogy, it, like, I like, I like New Hope, but... <laughs> no, no, I like New Hope a lot. It's just that for me, it's so uneven because there's like there's times when Lucas writes stuff and it's like, oh, perfect. Like I thought the line when Padme is sitting there saying, so this is how Liberty dies with thunderous applause is like perfect a that's a one. perfect scene a perfect line perfect everything and then other times it's just it's the I don't like sand and I just it's just so difficult Bro, because yeah, it's like course. it's like it feels like two separate movies almost because the good is so good and the bad is so low for me
0: I think if George had somebody to rewrite like he did for the original it'd be a whole so we'd be talking very different that's
2: interesting film. Is so there's a lot of talk about um, there's the guy who directed Empire Strikes Back whose name I'm totally blanking on oh, I feel oh, oh, oh. bad it's like it's like Ir Irwin, uh, Irwin. No, it's
0: uh, Irv, Irvin Gershner. Yeah, Yeah, Kirschner, I think. Kirschner.
2: And he, you know, his wife actually reread his scripts and critiqued them beforehand, and she did not work with him on the prequels, and that's a th- what people have brought up, and the fact that he also was surrounded by a bunch of yes men who were just like, "Oh, George, you're a genius,"
0: because yeah, he make was. the trade federation <laughs> have no, a because, because, questionable because accent. You're be, a genius. Because girl.
1: have y'all ever seen the? Anakin Skywalker, the original, like what they thought, because they wanted him to see, seem kind of. It was episode two, so they were trying to figure out what he was going to look like. Oh no! And he was like sleeveless and had tattoos and had like a mohawk. What? George Lucas like looked Mad at Max. He was trying. He was trying to be so nice. He looked at. It, he's like, that's too much. Yep. <laughs> and it was and just when so George funny. is saying
2: that, you know, you know, you're in one right. Now. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I I think that was a bit of an issue. Is that you know, because let's face facts. The Star Wars franchise is one of the greatest things ever created in terms of film, in terms of success, in terms of what it's expanded. So George Lucas was a genius coming out of those movies. Because he came up with Off the Dome and made it into this expansive universe. So it's fair for people to... it, But the Yes Men, it makes sense that they would become a thing. It's just a bit of a problem because you need people to check you and be like, that's not a good idea. Or that's a great idea. Expand upon that. Like, for example, the fact that Anakin is immaculately conceived, and they never go into it. Yeah. He's the chosen one. He doesn't have a father. He's made up of pure midichlorians. chlorians father's Palpatine, bro. No, but, but like... as legends unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but he's, he, like, literally, it is hinted that he's immaculately conceived, which is a That's fascinating cool. idea, and they never touch on it again. I don't know why. I get it, Shmi died, and you can't go into it if she's dead, but that is an interesting concept to look at. And people were like, no, George, it's a kid's movie. Because, again, the original prequels were much darker. They were literally the Civil War itself, the Clone Wars. And they're like, no, we need to we need to make him a kid first. And then, you know, we need to, you know, he needs to then marry the person that he meets when he's nine and she's technically 18. But it's fine. It's like, it it just, a lot of people were, try, were trying to tell him a lot of different things. And I think he was used to accepting criticism from the right people. He may have accepted it from the wrong people this time, and I think also in other times people just didn't say anything, and I think that's where it goes down. Because again, I know you guys like revenge, I know Phantom Menace is not that bad, but I think when we stack them up against the original trilogy next week, we're going to see...
0: Oh, for sure. I'm not going to argue. We're going
2: to see a significant gap and i think that's Look, I'm looking i didn't at the rewatch why.
0: these for this episode but i might rewatch yeah. the original trilogy cuz i love those movies so, so much
2: they they are they are ver- very good they are very good but is there anything else you want to add before we end this extra special i think 20 minute extended edition episode
1: <laughs> of through the lens I mean, oh, I'm just saying. Thank you guys for inviting me on. It was a lot of fun to talk about that.
2: Of course, Jacob. Thank you for coming and contributing your your little Reddit post. That was just that was about good. perfect.
1: I, I, oh, I hate. Keanu oh, I love movie it
2: too. I love it. No, I, lo- I absolutely might, love it. I
1: might have to write something about why I hate all four of those <laughs> Jedi. <laughs> hey,
2: if, hey, you can if you write it by next week, we will read it. Or you can just be back next week. Yeah, I don't know. If you want to come back? I was
1: about to say. You're- I, that's how, that's how we can start the episode. Just be me. Just. Re, Jack should hopefully be on for next episode. <laughs> but
2: we shall so we see. Can it's have gonna, even
0: another, it's that gonna might, be a fun episode. But that's right, an hour extended. Next, next week's we episode is on crazy. the original
2: trilogy, which will be probably even longer than this. And I look forward to, it and I hope you all join us then. But until then, see you next time.